Does it recognize the microphones? I don't know if you can hear me. I need to turn next one. I don't know if you can hear me. Someone says that the mics are on. My dick is gay. So can you hear me? Why do I always have to do things in terrible accents? Phantom phase, there is no amount of money that I can be paid to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna eat on Mike the entire time. It's going to be 60 degrees tomorrow. It's going to feel... No, not tomorrow. Next Wednesday. What's today? Thursday? Uh, yes. Nice Thursday. See, the weird thing about when we do these things is that I'm coming down off the coffee. Because we were just writing, like, not next week, but the week after next review in the coffee shop. I still have, like, one-eighth of a tank of coffee here. And it's like, I should be, I should really have a seltzer right now or something like that to go with it. Like most of last night I was in this, I, I never get in arguments on Facebook, but I got into a really, really freaking sweet one last night with on Blue Mountain Resorts website over that $12 helmet rental that I didn't get comped. And it was almost like a philosophical one. Now, normally I'm talking to like freaking like 30 year old boomers, like who are arguing with me on Facebook about how, you know, you forgot your helmet. You don't deserve a free helmet for the day. And I'm making this financial argument that I do. Because I'm like, I typically in a year between myself and my friends who I bring along skiing is $1,000 for Blue Mountain Resort. Times that from the last four years is $4,000. But I've been skiing there for the last 25 years. So 25 times 100, that's another two, at minimum, another $2,500. So should a guest be entitled to and by the way those helmets have paid for themselves they've been there for at least three years and each helmet say each helmet they bought them in bulk say each helmet cost blue mountain resort forty dollars and at twelve dollars a rental that's under four times that helmet had to be rented for the past three years out of i don't know the hundred days they're open a year they've paid for themselves so and if your business your, your business is skiing, but it's really about experiences. It's really about emotion. You, you come to Blue Mountain because it's fun. And also, but the one thing about Blue Mountain Resort is that they're also the biggest in Pennsylvania. So it's they sort of like, for lack of, I know this is a, a sexist term, but uh, they get, it's got hot girl syndrome. doesn't really have to try because it's the biggest, it's the best. You know, big titty girl. 
So the staff tends to be hmm, a little bit snarky because people are going to come to Blue Mountain anyway because it's the best we got in the state. Meanwhile, Camelback, you know, an hour away is like busting their ass trying to be Blue Mountain. Yeah. But they can never be. They just don't have the mountain. They're, they're, they're on a smaller hill, really, than Blue Mountain is. Yeah. So, eh, da, 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 da. Well, so we were talking about this at lunch. I mean, it's a very much a Seinfeldian problem. It always. In the sense that it's like Jerry, you know, is making this thing about a $12 helmet. Mm -hmm. and not letting it it's a matter of principle after a certain you know amount of time because it's like you said it's you know if you spend x amount of money there you know over the course of a year they're potentially losing your business over a fraction of what you would have spent there in continued service it's essentially sacrificing a dollar to save a penny as justin burnash would put it mm -hmm. and so i mean i don't know to what extent this is something that even can be resolved mm. uh, or will be resolved, but it's something where I don't think, I think th there's not necessarily an entitlement to it. It's you're trying to sort of look at it from a business perspective and there's a certain frustration that they're not also able to do that, mm -hmm. that look, I'm trying to, you know, cross stream well you should never cross streams but you know it, trying to make sense of all of this and that's not always how it works you know but i don't know i'm 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 trying to think of like all this stuff that happened for me since the last time or in my life since the last time i uh was on the podcast first of all first and foremost um let's hold for sound real quick Welcome everybody to RCR podcast, whatever. Um, the title is Angela because it is Angela White's birthday, my favorite adult film person. So happy birthday to you. Um, and <laughs> who will not see this? Uh, well, actually, I don't know that because I was like talking to her on Twitter and oh, like in, I DM'd her like yep. this um, uh, happy birthday greeting. And we were talking about like travel and everything and how hmm. um, we just kind of want... <laughs> things to kind of go back to where we can like visit people yeah. again, mostly family, but it's nice where, you know, after a certain point, you know, it's no longer a barrier where you feel sort of nervous about talking to a person. So it's nice, oh, yeah. but it's also because there's no expectation there. Like I don't expect that I'm ever going to like encounter her in real life. Right. You know, it's nice to kind of have this level or this layer of sort of um, ease, I suppose. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, okay, so I wrote down topics. Oh, okay. So yeah. HBO Max premiered the Dale documentary that I was interviewed for that I mentioned Hell yeah. like 70 podcasts ago. Yeah. Um, that uh, my part was deleted, um, but that's okay because I was told that there was a chance that that would happen. Mm -hmm. So I didn't go. So my friend Nick Camieri, who's the, uh, the co-director of the documentary, the four-part series, it's called The Lady and the Dale, mm -hmm. and it's about the Dale, obviously. 
and it was a really fascinating documentary and i was actually getting a little choked up in places because really? i realized the extent to which i got this woman wrong like uh. Liz carmichael there's so much that i didn't know about her and it was very eye-opening and even the stuff that i did think i knew about her was just kind of like a tip of the iceberg this whole you know iceberg the body of the iceberg is underneath the water and I just didn't know about any of those things. And so I would love to get Nick on the podcast at some point just, just to talk about it. Yeah. Um, because he's a very insightful guy. He's He had been working on this documentary since like before RCR even started. It's been wow. like 10 years for him and trying to get this documentary to see the light of day. And it's been so great to kind of see that success for him and see how much like I honestly wish that more people would go see it because you know it's well aside from the fact that like from a personal standpoint i think hbo max has the best content library nice. of all the streaming services but uh in the grander scheme of things it's worth even just the trial because it's four parts and it's all very fascinating stuff not just about the auto industry but about you know the extent to which whether or not like Liz actually intended to make the Dale. Right. Because in my side of things, I was coming from it from the assumption that she never really intended to make the car, but that's not really what the documentary proposes, mm. you know? And there's interesting stuff um, beneath the surface of what I thought the story was. And so it was very much a reckoning of me trying to come to grips with how much like factually the story the story was correct on my end but mm. i'm saying like the spirit of it was wrong mm. um but i mean that's always going to be a difficult topic but i hope you know it, there's more awareness of it because i got the woman wrong and mm. i but I, it's okay to admit when you get things wrong. We should normalize being able to seed arguments True, yeah. and admit wrongdoing, um, even if it's, well, especially if it's not intentional. Because if, it, right. if you're not intending harm, mm -hmm. then, you know, it's something, eh, I don't know. I just wanted to tell an interesting story. But I'm very happy for Nick that that documentary get, got to come out, whether or not I was in it or not. It, you know, it's it's something where... Like, yes, it would have been cool, but it's also cool to know that like the deleted footage is all owned by HBO now. And so I'm in a vault with all their other like things that they nice. own, like the Sopranos and the wire. So that's cool. And yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, flirted with Cody Vorm. My Twitter. dick took a shit. Lost five pounds. My dick is wrong. Considered applying for the bachelorette. I Katie don't know it. where I'm going to poop tomorrow. I got options. Too many. Too many. Fell down a flight of stairs. I oh. miss porta potties and jerking off in them. I miss doing it real quiet so no one knows. No one can ever know. Welcome to Bonnaroo. There's piss and calm on the ground you paid a lot to walk and piss and come <laughs> piss your pants cause queens of the stone age set is going long greetings from the philippines people jerk off in the philippines 
Come to Australia, people jerk off in Australia. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. It's gonna get warm. Time is liminal now. I've been caught in loops lately. And I've been having to talk myself through daily things. Like narrate myself doing something so I can keep doing it. Like, you are standing up now. You are walking to the door. Your goal is to get to the garage. Don't get distracted on the way to the garage. You have to put on your shoes now. Think about your shoes. Your shoes are on top of the radiator because they're cold. Go and get your shoes. You have your shoes now. Put your shoes on your feet. Do you have your wallet? Do you have your keys? You're going to need your keys to go get in your car. You don't have your keys. Now you're going to have to take off your shoes. You don't want to drag dirt and stuff out of the kitchen into the rest of the house. Take off your shoes. Start thinking about your keys. Start thinking about your keys. Walk upstairs. Your goal is to get your keys. Okay, you have your keys. Now walk back downstairs. Walk back downstairs. Think about your shoes. Where did you put them? They're on the green mat in front of the door. Go. You got your shoes on now. Very good. You got your phone. You got your keys. You got your shoes. You got your hat. Do you have your mask? Yeah, you have your mask. Check your neck. It should be on your should be on your neck. You got it. Good. Going out the door. Open the door. Close the door. Put your hand in your pocket. Ensure that your keys are there before you lock the door. Good. You lock the door. You're on the porch now. Look at the garage. Look at the garage. You're walking toward the garage. Get to open the door. Close the door. Good. You're, which car are you going to take? Which car are you going to take? You're going to take the Subaru. You're going to take the POW. Do you want to be looked at or don't you want to be looked at? You're going to get in the Subaru. Very good. Subaru. Good. You got your mask. You got your backup to mask. You have your backup to the backup mask. Everything good? Okay. Go back. Open the door. Open the garage door opening. Go out the back. Look out your back. Put your four ways on. Four ways are on. Good. Good. Four ways are on because you don't know who's coming up this alleyway. Now, what are you leaving for? You're going to get seltzer water. You're going to get seltzer water. Think about the giant. Think about the giant. Giant food stores. You're going there. And that's that that happens now i that that I, this has never happened before i wonder if it's a thing about the uh the quarantine because my days are so limited that was a great thing about the pow it made my it, the nissan pow makes going to the store exciting it makes because all i do is i go to the store and i go to the gym that's it i go to the store get food i go to the gym go to the gym every day and then occasionally we go to the cafe and then we film one day a week. And it's just been sort of a repeat on that and occasionally skiing. Uh, skiing itself requires a whole nother narrative because I have so many things, so many objects I need to gather. Every single one of these objects is a thought. You have 18 thoughts and you have yeah. to get them in order. Nick saw me do this when, when we used to travel, <laughs> when we we're in hotels. I have to lay out all my things in a row on the bed. Everything in a row, because I have to think about one thing at a time. I was at the DMV yesterday. Yep. Because uh, since I moved here, I have to change my uh, uh, change my address on my license. So, so I can go through security. Yeah. I'm sure it would be fine. Do they... I think when they check on security, they just look at your pass and then look at to see if your name, you're him. Um, but on the off chance, I have some TSA person who either is looking to, looking for someone to punish or looking to make a point. 
and then realizes that the address on my license is different than the address in like American Airlines database, then they can cause an issue if they want to. So I'm like, it should be good that my address on my license matches the address like that's on file. Can match the address on these nuts. Yeah. Now I have the little Pennsylvania like change of an address thing. That little, you know, like paper paper uh it's it's like that it's the same paper thing that the, the provisional license that sort of comes with your permit yeah. when you get your permit and it's that paper thing you have to carry everywhere and that's it that's that's um and that is a legal document but it's like folded and crumpled and it's fading cuz you know it's government paper it's already fading from rubbing around inside the wallet yeah don't i know it so so i go to the DMV and I have like, it's a pen dot document to change my address. And I come with all my information, you know, uh, uh, car registration, heating bill, all sorts of other stuff that proves I live here. But because I, I live in Podunk, there is no real, I, I need a real ID, the, which is in Pennsylvania. It's like our licenses were so back assward that <laughs> you couldn't, they, they didn't meet federal standards to get on a plane. Yeah. They, so then they had to update it with the real ID, which is some sort of different license. Appearance-wise, all there is is there's all it's literally a gold star on here. <laughs> this is a good license. You smell like this. You get the it's the banana flavor. Yeah, you get a star on your jacket, just like Adric. I've been watching too much classic Doctor Who. Nice. And so the nearest one is Harrisburg. So that's what I get to do Saturday is to drink because the one guy at our DMV who was totally nice was telling me to go to Harrisburg, but he was doing that old guy thing where they're trying to give you a, a directions to a place you've never been and who's a city you don't know. And I tell him like, I have like, he starts telling me, well, you know, this highway you do there and then you turn left and you do this. And I'm like, I don't know where this is, man. And so their response is to restart the conversation. Well, all you got to do is turn left and do this and then, yeah, and then it's there. I hate that when they're like, when you're having trouble understanding something and they repeat the same thing, but in front of it now it's all you got to do is it's like, you just said that mm -hmm. and it wasn't any clearer then than it's going to be now. It's like when someone uh, doesn't speak Spanish and so they start saying things in English, but slower. It's like, he's not going to suddenly understand Spanish now or mm -hmm. English now. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, you know, I don't know. They just, I see that in movies and it drives me nuts and it's supposed to, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, there was a question from earlier. Um, or are you continuing the story? Well, you have to make three laps of the conversation before you can get this guy. All I need is the address. Yeah. But for whatever reason, there is this boomer resistance to just give me the address so I can put it in my phone. Yeah. So he has to go first. He doesn't get out his phone and look it up. He's got a smartphone because I don't know what this place is called. Yes. It's a, it, yes, it's a driver's DMV thing, but I don't know what the DMV in Pennsylvania, what the clubhouse name is. It's not called the DMV. It has some pompous ass name like Pennsylvania Department of Transportation Photo License and Logistics Center. Yeah. It's, it's a really complicated thing. They don't want to make call it the DMV. I don't know what it is. 
So first this guy goes to the bulletin board and is like looking it up there and he's doing the thing where he's dragging his index finger down it, trying to find the thing. And then eventually he gets his phone out and I'm like, what's the address? (laughs) Just tell tell me. me. I'm there with my clipboard. And I told the guy like when he restarted, like telling me the turn by turn directions and like street names, or you turned by like the Cracker Barrel, yeah, or something like that. I told him like none of this is seeping in. Yeah, and, I, and I, I said to him, "You ever see the movie Memento?" And he says, "No." And a lady, a couple, you know, another DMV b- worker, a few boosts down, just laughs. And I said, "Memento." She's like, "Ha!" Yeah. So probably this is a guy who's like used to steamrolling conversations. So I get the address. So that's what I get to do Saturday is to drive out to the Susquehanna River and go to this place and he he was helpful and he said i used to work there go there on saturday at and arrive there at 1 p.m 1 to 2 p.m that's your best bet otherwise there's going to be a line out the parking lot yikes and this place on google maps looks like it used to be a sure fine and now it's a dmv place in this strip mall outside harrisburg so that was yesterday i need a seltzer water um, there was a question in, and I can answer this from earlier, um, in the regular chat, which is, are we going to do a review of the Nissan pal on the main channel? And the answer is yes. We've done some preliminary fil- filming for it. And, um, it's just, a, we're filming it a little bit at a time because the weather here is inconsistent, but also, you know. It's something where it's nice to have it in the back pocket if we need it, like an extra car. Because my RCR story, which is coming up, which is the longest one I'll have ever done. And after I do that RCR story, I'm taking a nice little break from RCR stories to work on like some other things that I want to work on that are just for me. But that will be something where eventually we can, um, you know uh have that ready to go if we need it if my rcr story isn't done by the end of the month like i want it to be um it was someone asking if we're going to review the pow on the main channel yeah yeah we're going to do that um, and then another uh question from earlier uh is um oh no the rcr stories are still going to be on the main channel because those first of all they're still sort of content relevant in that they may not be reviews but they're rare enough that i don't think they're necessarily clogging up anyone's feed or going off brand um but also um the uh the whole point well not the whole point but one of the benefits of the rcr stories is that it gives brian a week off and so if they were on the second channel that doesn't help the main channel at all and brian wouldn't be able to take the week off and so yeah once i have it ready to go you know but it's probably looking at like two two and a half hours unless i like bleed this script a little more because i think there is there are some places where i can sort of take some bits out and i'm not splitting it up into parts like i'm just not going to do that uh because i don't want to again i don't want to clog up people's feed and i think anyone who wants to know about this topic isn't going to be interested in it being split into parts. They're just going to watch the whole thing. And it's a story people have been asking me to do since I started doing RCR stories. And I keep putting it off because I, it, there's so much of like a personal thing to it with me. Um, 
but anyway, that's all I'll say. Uh, and then there was another question that is to the effect of um, much love from Puerto Rico. Are we ever, th- or do you ever think of going there? And like, I'm Puerto Rican. So like, I've always thought of going there. I'm literally the only person in my family who hasn't been. And it, part of it is just a cultural inadequacy on my part in the sense that I'm like the world's worst Puerto Rican. Like I'm, I, my Spanish is terrible. I don't really look the part. I don't feel the part most of the time. Although, no, I shouldn't say that. I do feel the part, but, you know, communicating how you feel on the inside and making it externally representative on the outside is a completely different type of thing. It's difficult. And so I would love to go to Puerto Rico and be more in touch with my cultural heritage. Um, but it's also to my own embarrassment that I would say we'd need a fixer because I'm not good enough in the language for us to get around, but they have a rich and vibrant car culture that deserves exploring. And, uh, I mean, it's still the United States, like it's still domestic travel technically. Hell yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's something I've always considered and would and would want to do. It's just a matter of finding the time and this whole mess going on in the world right now yeah. to be able to do it. So I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> I think my parts for the Sarah are going to arrive tomorrow. I don't have the Sarah yet. It's still down at ATL JDM. Um, because it has a broken wiper switch and um, there's another cosmetic crack in it. It's the steering column cover. Replace <coughs> both of those at the same time. I don't know what condition the tires are in. Oh, got me going now too. Um, I, right now I checked on, the part is getting here, is, is on its way and I think it's on schedule to be delivered tomorrow. So when we come back in the shoot, it's probably going to be there on the doorstep. Um, uh, uh, I mean, it's going to be a very handsome vehicle to what have. Are, what are we filming tomorrow? Oh, we can't say it. I'm just trying to remember. I, I literally forgot. It's the guy wanted to bring his friend along, and I and I told him. Uh, n- normally, when we film stuff on RCR, I don't like it when people bring their friends along. I get it. People want to like meet us and stuff and oh, nice. Um, yeah. People have been asking about that. I know what the opening line is like, oh good. My Uber's here. Uh, <laughs> Haven't we used it before? I'm sure we have, but what? screw it. We're doing it again. Oh good. My Lyft is here. It's weird that Lyft and Lyft are pronounced the same. One's just spelled like a, like a, like a character in an edgy nineties cartoon. Oh, good. My Lyft is here. Did, <laughs> did we already use Uber? Was it Uber? Did we use that? I, think, I feel like, oh, my Lyft is... Well, no, I don't know. We exclusively use Lyft when we go around. We don't touch Uber. Like, here's the thing. If we use a line again, like, I don't think it's the end of the world, if only because there are so many places that have, like, catchphrases. Yeah. You know, it's it'd be no different from using, like, track day. Pe- people yeah. saying it was Lyft. Yeah. So I guess we could say, oh, good. My Uber's here. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, ball sack. 
A sack of balls. Very nice. It's Thursday. I got to find my yearbook. It's worth a lot of money because Taylor Swift is in it. Yeah. Which I could probably get like five grand for that on eBay because her Nashville yearbooks are on there and they're like more plentiful. And, but yeah. her yearbooks from like why I'm missing aren't mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're more rare. And so I'm like, oh, well, if I could just find my yearbook. Yeah. You know, that'd be. I have cool. no idea where my yearbook is because I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. It's like I don't care. It would have to be to your a... senior yearbook, right? Because she was in eighth grade when you were in 12th. seventh grade. I <laughs> seventh or eighth grade. I don't know. Oh, you had uh, why I'm missing was middle school, high school. Yeah, it was junior, senior high. Okay. So it was like she would have been like twelve when I was graduating, and so that we were we would be in like like the the they were allowed to be like the underclassmen were allowed to be in. Um, the senior theater uh like the drama stuff would she be in like the drama club group picture no but well she was in the sound of music so like we would all be in the group picture for it i would oh, imagine okay. um but, but did you did your yearbook have like after like groups and clubs and you'd all have your your uh like if you're on like citizen b or quiz ball or marching band or something you have your group picture of everybody in the in the, in the club or like um i don't remember them doing that for drama mm. weirdly enough mm. um and also there's a very realistic chance that i wouldn't have been in it because i it, like if it would have conflicted with like lit mag or something else that i was doing yeah then you know, Lit Mag usually won out just because I liked writing more than I liked acting because yeah. I wasn't good at it. <laughs> um, and I tended to err more towards on the side of like things I'm good at. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's so bizarre that, you know, there are like my yearbook has somebody who wrote a whole bunch of bad songs and then the other person is taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) it's just this incredibly weird thing um but yeah uh, i i don't know it's i've never seen that yearbook again and it's it's Mm -hmm. just funny um i I didn't actually have a senior quote apparently my senior quote is my own name because it was like a misprint or something so instead of a senior quote it's just nick roman nick roman period, wow. <laughs> both times i'm just like unless i was going through like a really self-involved phase and just wanted my but yeah that's, i don't know it, it's just then eh. <sighs> my school didn't do quotes <clears throat> at all uh super chats oh yeah the super chats Every day a dick. Sometimes I don't come for a few days. Sometimes I have to think about it. The worst part is trying to jack off with a headache. It's not even fun, but if I don't do it, I'm going to be pissy later. Well, yeah. Mem Dealer says, and thank you for a generous donation. I work at the local advanced auto and on behalf of the entire company, I would like to endorse regular car reviews. My district manager can suck it. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Yep. We owe a lot to advanced auto. And um, how? Yeah. 
see, because I know like advanced auto and all the other retail things, like I know how to work it because I know how part numbers work and I know the basics of cross-referencing. So I know if the part is at the store and uh, I know which store it's at if it's not. And I just go right up to the counter. It's like, I have this part number. There's one at this other store. Can you order it? Yeah. Good. Huh. And I'm gone. I don't like, I, I need a thing. And I don't know what type of car they have and all that sort of stuff. They ought to have like an express lane, like right there. Like I know the part number and you get to go here. Well, I, when I went for my new alternator, it was fairly early in the business that's happening in the world. Yeah. And, um, I was taken there, uh, by James who's C8 we reviewed. Mm -hmm. So I got to drive the C8 for like an extra hour and a half. And as we went there, nice. And, um, I went in, I knew exactly what I needed, how to get it, how to ask for it. Yeah. But I'm stuck behind like these two guys who wanted to like have a full list, like readout of everything you have and it, all these things. And I'm pretty sure it's this, but also I'm not sure at all because things. Yeah. And so I don't know, bless James. He's had the patience of a saint. We were just in there just waiting and i'm just like oh let me get the things so i can put it in my i know it's on the shelf right back there like i could uh, let me get it yeah and i'll leave the money like I'll <laughs> cash i'll just keep the change whatever i'll be back with the core yeah get my yeah, core yeah. charge back Oh man, I, it took me forever to remember to take the core back because yeah. uh, I, I just have this hazard sitting in my car. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, here, here it comes. Yeah, alternators are heavier than they look. Yeah, I know. I just look like such an asshole carrying it in because I'm just like, it's because it's not like it's heavier than it looks, but it's not that heavy. And it no. just looked like I was being dramatic and I didn't really mean to look dramatic. It's just that I walk funny sometimes. Mm. Well, alternators, they're, they're solid, well, they're not solid, but they're full of stuff. Turbos aren't, they're just empty space inside. Mm. So yeah, Boris T.S. Karloff, thank you again for showing up. Going to Lane Motor Museum next week. I'm excited. Very good. Oh, man, Say hi to Rex so for awesome. me. Rex. Check out the Eastern, what did I call him? Rex? It's yeah, Rex. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's Rex. Rex Bennett. The Rex coolest name, name of ever. the planet. Rex Bennett. Yeah. Uh, yeah, say hi to Rex and uh, check out the Eastern European section. Very cool. Very legal, very cool. Hello again. Good to see you. I'm driving my sister's 2007 Toyota Corolla from Seattle to Philly. Wow. With a friend. Any advice for unique places to check out? Also thoughts on John Fetterman. Never met John Fetterman. He lost a bunch of weight, and that's cool. He covered up his tattoos, uh, which is interesting. Um, I hope good things for him. Um he look he he looks like a he looks like an NPC in like a Call of Duty game. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've never gone past Colorado, and if you're taking the upper route across the country, mm, I mean, if you're just driving across the country and you're staying in the interstates, it's just going to be one rest stop after another rest stop. Um, and I've never driven past the Rockies, so I don't know i mean i heard utah's great and you shouldn't talk about how utah's great because you don't want people to move to utah oh it's like because it's kind of like uh, uh like new zealand is crap don't move there yeah <laughs> we don't need any more people it's kind of like that thank you cameron hello cameron good afternoon lads were you able to get in touch with ford yet uh no we were oh, oh, i actually was and um she was the one who said um 
that they are currently not accepting uh, like new people on the schedule mm. at this moment. Uh, and then the representative encouraged me to join a press association, which I did and was approved in like a day. Nice. And then I contacted uh, the company that Hell is yeah. giving us the loan or not the loan or the press car. Yeah. Which, we are getting a press car. Yeah. I know. It only so, took seven years <laughs> yeah. of this. We are getting a press car for a week starting on the 15th. Yeah. But then like once the process began, it was like seven days from starting it yeah. to seven days from you get a car. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll be, tell us where to ship it. I'm yeah. like, we could have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's like all the wasted years. But, you know, also it's you have to ride that line of being able to be honest because I don't think that they're expecting that every press car and we're not going to name the company yet. So you don't figure it I out. was not expecting this particular company. No, I thought I'm going to tell you who it's not. I was expecting you'd have to start with Hyundai Kia or Dodge. Yeah, Dodge. I've I, apparently just gives out their cars to everybody. Yeah, um, I thought it would start there and not here. It's not exotic. It's not like, no, it's very accessible. It's very accessible, but this particular company, even with its base cars is a little bit premium. Yeah. This is a premium brand, even on, on their base cars. Yeah. And when they said like, all right, uh, people so are probably what guessing it already. What, what cars were you, uh, what, what cars would you like to have? I'm just like, I know the car that I want to have. You know, it's, it's that one. Yeah, it's good luck. Here's our top three, and he yeah. got back to us like pretty quick. Yeah, of just like, well, we have this. We can maybe get this, and we're not giving out this yet. Yeah, I, I didn't ask for like the, like the Halo car. I thought I would give him the the three. You know, I, I would give him one to reject, one to consider and one to say yes on. Yeah. And the one to say yes on was a minivan. I'm like, no one's asking for a minivan. Yeah, no. But even the minivan I thought would be pretty cool because um, they do make good minivans. And I thought we're probably going to get the minivan. But the mid-tier one uh, was an SUV. Um, but it's a highly uh, accessorized SUV. And I thought maybe we'll get it, but we probably won't. Turn enough, it was, it, was the, it, was, it was the SUV. I'm like, huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, and it's something. Next time I'm going to ask for a truck. Yeah. More trucks. <laughs> oh, we already said what it was in the last stream. Oh, well, whatever. Doesn't matter. Oh. All that matters is that the, uh, <laughs> it's, it's something where, you know, you, you have to walk a tight line in the sense that like, I don't think the companies expect you to be positive, but also, you know, you don't want people to think that your pot, any positivity you might feel is immediately right. compromised by the fact that uh, you were essentially gifted a car. But gifted is the wrong term because gifted implies, you know, like pay for play. And that's not right. really what we're doing. Like we have the freedom to be negative on this car. And, you know, Yes, we would like for them to continue to give us cars and other places to want to give us cars or like brands, but mm -hmm. it can't be at the cost of what we do. Right. And we've still been able to get like 2020-ish, like fairly recent cars yeah. 
on our own, you know, from volunteers who are like really cool. And we got to see eight Corvette and we didn't have to go through press. No. Like, yeah. Which we had to wait a little longer, yeah. but you know, it was still something where, uh, we're lucky enough and blessed enough to have fans who like, I've got this new thing. Let me give it to the guys who make poop jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's something very nice. And, you know, to be able to, have as an option in the form of press cars but i mean that's only for like nicer stuff i guess like if you want like a newer version of a thing that 10 years from now will be like the regular car of regular cars yeah you know? so yeah yeah it's maddo with uh from australia say hey hey fellas i caught the podcast live again how goes the hunt for a windscreen riper stock very good one we got one coming from melbourne uh a new it should be here tomorrow it got through it got through customs way faster than i thought i thought it would take a month to get here it only took two it's uh, hopefully it won't it's, it'll be only two weeks um from australia to east coast pa um so yeah well, so if it if it does get here tomorrow Priority one is for me to book a book a flight to Atlanta, which I may have to hit you up for for a, a ride at the airport. As long as it's not Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, because of the doctor. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, Chris S says, uh, "You guys got me through anesthesia school. Anesthesia oh, wow. school. Much love." Thank you, Chris, and thank you for the generous donation. Anesthesiologist, huh? Awesome. Makes the world go round. You would. Makes the world go round, makes my mind go round. Yay. My anesthesiologist was the, more than anyone else, was the one who put me at ease for my colonoscopy and endoscopy over the summer. Dr. Feelgood. Yeah, because, well, no, even before they did anything, mm. just from talking and just like, this is what, like explaining, this is what's going to happen, this is how it's going to happen, this is how you're going to feel, and you are getting the sense that... Hell yeah, drugs. Yeah, it's almost like the, the comfort and reassurance is partially the drug. <laughs> um, but then, the absolutely drug. <laughs> the drug is the drug. <laughs> did they do it on IV? Yeah. It was in a cannula in my arm and then I just was like waiting for them to like ask me to start counting down like they do on like TV and in the movies. Like, are they going to ask me to like count down from town? Yeah. And then the next thing I'm waking up, I'm like, oh, hey, that was, wait, why? <laughs> why is my butt sore? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. Man, I'm going to be 40 next year. That'll be my turn. Well, here's to. I'm going to be awake for it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most metal thing in, in well, how far did the camera go up i don't know because i was thankfully unconscious mm. but the and didn't feel a thing until after um like, Wait, i think i only need like a prostate exam or something i don't know i mean part of it is that like the the, the procedure itself isn't the the hard part it's the prep because you're oh, drinking right. laxatives all day if you're eating anything it's only jello or broth um, and because I was getting a colonoscopy and endoscopy, I had two days of prep, which means I was on a liquid diet for two days, which for a lot of people who practice liquid diets or fasting or cleanses, that's not really a big deal. But for me, 
who loves him some solid food <laughs> like that was not happening and then i was basically like liquefying i was just liquid inside and out and constantly in and out of the bathroom and it's never been like that before in my life but it was also kind of pleasant <laughs> because like it's kind of nice to spend the whole day like just mm -hmm in and out of the bathroom and then watching old movies and i don't know i talk about it in my rcr diary called the cameron diaz experience mm -hmm. um say it like arnold schwarzenegger and you'll understand the joke uh but it's something where you keep expecting the worst and i don't know for some people i don't know i'm lucky that's mm -hmm. all uh, I wonder what car Angela White drives. She probably already told you. Um, actually, Bob. no, because mm. like, to my knowledge, like, well, hmm, because I don't remember. Skoda. He, I don't remember <laughs> actually talked about this because she's like based out of like Los Angeles now, I think. Oh, okay. So she's not living in Australia anymore, mm. and so part of it is mm, just lifting and ubering everywhere possibly yeah or you or know you're getting, in la you're in a prius or a tesla or like or like the agency sends you a car you GM, know or GMC a, a car Denali. to get you yeah. you know um to take you to wherever you're going it's an interesting thing she took one of our first interactions on twitter was when she did this photo shoot in a place that kind of looked like lane motor museum from the back because the background looked the way that it did in that Volkswagen with the shrouded uh, wheels that we did. Okay. Um, and, and but it was like a Lamborghini, like a Huracan or something, like really, really nice. Mm -hmm. And um, God, I remember the blue dress. Anyway, the whole idea is that uh, uh, if she has to drive anything. I would imagine all of her cars are comped and if all of the cars are she's getting are comped i would imagine it's like uh, i don't know a gmc denali's too big so if i had to guess i would say ford fusion let's let's say that or or prius or tesla she's an ally oh all right well there you go watch it be a ford fusion <laughs> yeah. uh judd kramer says uh your cam master review many moons ago inspired me to seek out a 94 roadmaster wagon with an lt1 nice wood trim nice fun have a whole lot of fun with that mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be cool gizmo lipstick doesn't have a question paying in euros and just says mustache just an emoji of a stash thank you <laughs> again gizmo lipstick with a much more generous uh, stack of euros says this is what i saved for buying only two bottles of wine for tonight greetings from finland well thank you i, I appreciate wine money. I, wine money maybe i'll use some of it for to have a drink i actually like after the whole uh um you know 12 dollar <laughs> rental helmet thing I actually had a beer after that. Yeah. <laughs> like my first beer in a long time. It was one of the beers that Ivan Verland left here. It was just like a Pilsner or something, but. Uh, oh, and you were talking about like how, well, it, was that the one where you almost like you had to sweat it out in the sauna to, or was that before where like, oh no, that's when we went, we went with Ben. To the beer wall? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. I had to sweat out two beers in the sauna afterwards. I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. I, I, Why am I drinking? 
out of the outside two of beer. And there wasn't even really two beers because, you know, at the beer wall, you don't have to pour your own beer. It's just like dun, 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 dun. it just charges you per like cubic centimeter as it's pouring yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I just had, well, I'd like some of this. I don't want a full glass of this 10 percent beer. Yeah. I'll just have a half a glass of it. So, OK, that was four dollars. And then I had another like four and a half dollar something else. But even that much alcohol for me to process, it just made me feel Ugh. like, yeah, in the moment, a chocolate pour is fantastic. Yeah. But it's your and I mean, like for me outside of I think on this podcast, I had a sip of Boilo or champagne or something I had yeah. a sip of. But other than that, I'm coming up on like one year without alcohol. I don't miss it. No. And I worry that if I were to start again, that the same thing would happen, that I would feel miserable after like one or two beers. Yeah. And then it would take me longer to recover, as is tradition with age, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, and I just I don't have the constitution for it anymore. And, you know, it's something where I don't know. Belch. Nice. Uh, did you speaking of uh, that outing? Uh, did you want to mention that uh, one neat little like side series for the second channel? Oh yeah, like people encountering the Nissan Pow in the wild. Yeah, it's like me. I I think whenever I park the Pow, I'm remembering to keep a GoPro in the car and just let it run while I'm in and just try to get people's view. It's it's probably going to work better if we have a second car. Yeah, and can park it next to the Pow and film it from that car because the pow is so low it's hard to like put the camera in a place where uh uh it's not obvious yeah but can still see people looking at it i thought about putting it in the windshield like and maybe like some locals will think it's just a uh like a like a dash cam but a gopro looks like you know yeah, no mistaking what it is like yeah would a dash cam be well you wouldn't get the audio then would you no i'd have um, to like put my little zoom in the car and let that run as well and then you'd have to get the dash pan dash cam running off of uh, of a constant power uh maybe well the nice part about it is that technically i don't think well would you you wouldn't even have to like blur any faces because these are all like no face shots are in it. It's just like below a certain level. True. Yeah. So, that one guy, he ducked down and I got him in the shot. Yeah. Um, well, that's one face. You could just like, and then, and this is a side thing. You get around to it whenever you get around to it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just interesting in that when we were driving it around here, uh, last week, the amount of stairs. Yeah. And, and, it's something where, you know, there aren't that many, it's not something where there are a ton of people around to like catch the gaze. I do got to put the GoPro in the front window, aiming it at the opposing lane to just have a, a, a montage shots of people looking right at it and doing double takes. Yeah. Seeing that there's a guy driving it and he's on the opposite side of the car. I wonder how much a hidden camera costs, like the type that they use for like hidden camera segments. I got one over there on my desk. It's uh, shaped like a pen. Yeah. And it's a pen that works. The thing is, though, it gets really hot Ah. when you run it. And and it's not, it says it's 1080p, but it's clearly 480 upscaled. Um, Just have a camera bear sitting on top of the car. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> why is there a stuffed animal? That would make the pow even weirder. People would stop reacting to the pow yeah. and react to the bear. Yeah. Uh, 
I think I think the move is two cars and you just have the camera in the 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 uh the uh the ringer pointed at the pow because like no one would look at a mustang and uh that's true especially um, in the area where we were where mustangs are ubiquitous yeah um anyway size cowboy hat yeah <laughs> uh, i have to do that okay next question has is something that i can answer Anthony says, uh, salutations. I'll, I'll handle it, whatever it is, unless it's about wrestling. Uh, salutations from the Philly Burbs. Could you guys add, here's my real car to the available catchphrase keychains? I need one for reasons. Uh, yes, that's a good idea. And thank you for $10.69. Um, we're, we're, we're coming out with a new merch site, which is going to streamline all merchandise. And we'll also do car submissions through that as well. So, you know how we have in the in the you know the info in in every single video. There's like a million links to like here's some for keychains, here's some for shirts, here's some for hats, and you know, and then you have to email me on top of that to submit a car. No, it's going to be one website, everything on there, and that'll make things easier. So, we'll, we're going to have like a sort of like a, a rolling thing of like different merch coming out and also i'm interested to talk to like artists and stuff who who want to design uh like rcr logos and things so that's something i'm willing to you know do some commissions on i have some people in mind ted obviously but there's some other artists that i like that you know i could commission and we could talk about like what it would be because if because if i want to like commission an artist uh to make some rcr to make a design for an rcr shirt um i would pay them well and because I then would also uh, would want the copyright on that design. I'd be buying the copyright from you. So that would be a thing. So whatever artist I would commission, it would be a one-time fee um, instead of like, because uh, it, it's just plain easier on me. Because we tried that before where um, like, hey, you get 10, uh, like you can design this and then you get 10% of all sales. I think they would be happier just to like, here's a lump sum of money and we call it a day like that. Um, so yeah, definitely a good design or yeah, here's my real car. The actual team Ryan, uh, says love the new channel, more advice and slice of life, more, adv more advice and slice of life rambling, please love the older brother, cool dad vibe. Uh, check out aging wheels, lots of Brown. Yep. I know that channel. Well, some more advice and slice of life rambling. It's all good stuff and stuff for uh, this channel as well. I th like regular car reviews. The main channel is just going to be reviews. Yeah, that's it. So that brings a question like, should the, uh, should the, um, should the stories and the document mini docs, should it go on the main channel or here? And I haven't really come to a decision. Well, the journal entries should go here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the channel should just be reviews and RCR stories because RCR stories are only happening once every like three to six months anyway, right. except for the weird bit last year where one was coming out every month because they were all just things that I already had done that I just split up into three parts. Mm -hmm. And then the Algar Ferrari thing was like a really quick research thing because it was a really short story. Mm -hmm. So that was, and that's one of my favorite ones, but 
um yeah the journal entries will come back they just won't be on the main channel They'll right be here and that's just for the convenience of people who enjoy the reviews and don't want their feed cluttered like i always worry about imposing upon people and like in real life but also uh virtually in the sense that if someone has taken the time if, if someone has decided to uh gift us the kindness of tapping the bell icon yeah. so that they get all the notifications i want the notifications to actually matter to right and that's and, the other side of it that it really helps the algorithm yeah for as for good or ill you want your main channel every single thing you put there better be a banger yeah you got to be mark mcguire swinging for the fences on freaking juice yeah should be your main channel and all your fuck around stuff is on the second channel it's something and i'm not putting this guy on blast or anything because i like him a lot but i see that's what's hurting adler the eagle right now mm -hmm. um uh like all these all and, and i'm not I, I love his stuff and i love his streams but all those but all those like roller coaster tycoon videos are are, are losing him money yeah. because they're like 500 people are watching I like they'll get 500 views that includes the people who are watching i mean that's on your main channel the, the algorithm doesn't know what to suggest to people after you watch after you watch one of their main ones like 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 one of his main animations uh the algorithm usually suggests one of your more recent videos and if your recent video is just a fuck around video people aren't going to click that you aren't going to get him get the click-through rates and you get a lower CPM. So putting out those videos, even though they make some money, it's like that. It's like me not getting the free rental helmet at, at the ski area. <laughs> uh, yes, you're making some, but you're losing a lot more because the old videos aren't pulling their weight. So, and I, and I noticed like when we started taking all the fuck around videos and putting them here, the main channel, our revenue jumped 30%. Yeah which is wild. it's like it's like christmas every single month with the exception of january january is always a low month for yeah. for um for for everything on the internet because yeah. it's it's the it's the christmas re refractory period yeah yeah but then bigger. like uh february last month it's right back up again <clears throat> it's almost as good as uh december was someone asked what's roman's car history one car the car i have now because it was the first car that i owned 100 in my name boom so 2004 mustang uh sn95 gonna ride her till she dies or until i die mm -hmm. that's how it's gonna be it i i could have like 10 million dollars and i would still <laughs> that would still be my daily doesn't make a difference um because like i've been broke like before rcr like i or technically really before like ricky when i was writing all those like entertainment mm -hmm. reviews uh i i just didn't have money like mm -hmm. i didn't want to be that guy who was like making a car payment like 10 years from now for a car that didn't really yeah. do anything for him and so i'm like screw this i'll walk or I'll borrow or I'll just like, I'll get rides. Like I have no shame in that. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I like one of the happiest days of my life. <laughs> and it's so mundane is walking into that place with the cash in hand from writing that like, you know, show. And then being able to say like, Hey, we like, can say the show. Oh, car matchmaker. Yes. Yeah. Spike Ferrison's car matchmaker. Yeah. yeah. So when we got our checks from writing that it was like, I can go, finally get a mustang mm -hmm. and you know it's 
sure, I probably could have gotten better Mustangs or whatever, but I like this one. And yeah. after the test drive, I'm like, I'm getting this. Yeah. And I have never looked back, no regrets. And yeah. I paid for everything just flat out. And yeah. I was done with it. We went over to the title place and did all that other stuff. And then, you know, you went your way. You're like, enjoy the drive home. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I will. Because <laughs> that's when it kind of like sunk in for me that like, I have this. Mm -hmm. It's mine now. Shit, I have to find a place to park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like that type of thing. Yeah. Uh uh anton petoff says uh hey guys keep up the good work love your stuff here's a modest donation and a question do you think the second generation subaru forester uh yeah that's what i drive would make a good basis for building a dakar amateur entry vehicle uh yes it's been done yep it's been done yeah. uh you can do a lot with a second gen forester um uh i'd say don't do the turbo keep an na because you're not gonna be going that fast anyway um pe people lift those things people put pucks under the, uh, the under the suspension i think there's a video somewhere it's been it's like on instagram and it's been reposted a bunch of places of a first gen forester at a hill climb event just a stock forester <laughs> just embarrassing people it just goes right up the hill like nothing's going on i'm pretty sure they were have like good tires on it but still it's just that mechanical diff man manual transmission first and second gen forester it's 50 50 torque split all the time yeah it's 50 50 torque split and open diffs it's like it sends power automatically well yeah when all the gears are attached and they're attached all the time so yeah awesome um refreshing i hope adler understands it i i wasn't trying to be mean i was just of course that's like a weird thing like i'm saying how the how the algorithm works but it's his channel and he can do it. i i guess and if he's happy, and it's sort of cat if he's happy to what he's doing fantastic yeah it's it's just like but it's the same thing when when i talk to tavarish because like we could be making double the amount of money we make yeah if it wasn't for our or my desire to uh uh nick mullen my way through the world of uh capitalist social media yes i want to make money but i also don't want to compromise my my dick chokes <laughs> so yeah. yeah i mean it would be easier for us to kind of give a straightforward thing but then it's like yeah i would say you know i want to work the algorithm but i want to i, I can't see myself doug demure mirroring it yeah we want the algorithm. much love to doug demure i much wish i had his money yeah yeah doug doug has been great he's yeah. like one of the nicest guys in yeah. the car community totally um and it's and Sorry. I, there's something about like seeing him succeed that makes me think like it's possible. Well, yeah, for, for like a, a long time, we guy. were way, we were way more pop. We had more subscribers than Doug because we had an early jump. We were, yeah, we had an early, start. we were more popular than Doug. We were more popular than Tavarish, but I just kept my hand down my pants <laughs> the entire time and just kept, you know, like real farting and stuff and like shoving microphones up my ass. And meanwhile, now they're all sponsored and they're all living in beautiful, sunny places. 
And uh, here we are still in the slush in the snow. So who's the joke on really? Yeah. Well, I mean, but I, it's also a thing where like when I talk to those guys, they're like, to me, they don't feel like they've changed at all. No. Like they feel like they, they didn't have to compromise who they were as people. But no. also they didn't start from the same dirty place no. that would need to be compromised. But right. I'm happy with where we are. Very happy. And I, it, could it be better? Yes. It could always add everything. Yeah. I want a three car garage. It yeah. could totally be better. Yeah, I do totally want be more. Yeah. But it's also something where like, I want to be proud of what I do too. That's right. You yeah. know? So like, this is kind of the trade-off and right. you know, I, I keep telling raid shadow legends, raid shadow legends, like it will take $10,000 for me to plug you. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, we can't do that. I'm like, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Oh, I, th I didn't even I know literally, it's the dumbest game in the world. But if you pay me 10 grand, I will sell I out. will sell that. I will sell out for that. You know what? I, and you know who's getting that money? Japanese classics. <laughs> I'm going down there with 10 G's and I'm buying something fucking cool with that money. And I'm saying it in the ad. Like, oh, by the way, Raid Shadow Legends. Join up with your friends and touch butts. They're paying me 10 grand to plug Raid Shadow Legends. Here's me with $10,000 cash. And it's just like a picture of a fan of 100s as I walk through the door. Throw it at freaking, I was it Ben or whoever works there? Throw it at Ben saying, give me Japan, please. Yeah. And you see me tearing out of there in like a, like, like a, like a Mitsubishi Prado or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know what, well, I mean, I know why, but I would love if like one of the more like raunchy sponsors, like I watch Mr. Gigi's channel and he gets occasionally sponsored by Adam and Eve or by like one of the, who does uh, Mr. Gigi who um, he, he got big off of doing like a series of reviews or uh, on to catch a predator. Mm. And so uh like for him he started getting sponsored by like you know dick pill or you know the <clears throat> the gamer subs or you know adam and eve i would love to get sponsored by a sex toy company blue chew <laughs> like so i could just talk about or manscaped like you know just to be able to talk about like hey if you if you need your guys down there looking nice yeah you know, the, your boys all because no one else is going to do that for you unless they really, really love you. And the idea that they would love you enough to do that implies that they were drawn in by the cleanliness of what's going on down there. You want the best hand job in the world? Find out a down low man. And to get that, you're going to have to have clean balls. Manscape.com will allow you to secretly <laughs> climb in the window of a husky man while his wife is out. Yeah. You will get the tug of a lifetime thanks to manscape.com. Yeah. Use promo code <laughs> Brown, Brown Army or, or <laughs> Brown <Use> Force 5. <laughs> Brown Force, Force Shift. Brown Force 5 and feel the seduction of someone taking their hand off their dick and slipping their wedding ring back on. <laughs> Manscaped.com. Yeah. God, I would love to be sponsored by Manscaped. Because <laughs> we're never going to get Of course, yes. And somebody space. in the chat says Bad Dragon. Of course. Yeah. Shove a Ridley Scott dildo up your ass. Some of these have come. Yes. You want... <laughs> 
Uh, do you want to feel like what it's like to bend over at the th on the throat of the world? Well, now you can, thanks to Bad Dragon. <laughs> yeah, see, we're and we're hitting them with the promo for free. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just giving them a, giving them a taste. You know, I I wrote to Bad Dragon wanting them to sponsor a Lemons Rally car <laughs> to just put like Bad Dragon, a, a wrap the entire car in a Bad Rat Dragon wrap. Give me three thousand dollars. That buys me something fantastic for the for the Lemons Rally. I said no. Yeah, same with Fiber One. But oh, did you did you did you yeah. save that? Oh, oh, the did rejection you, letter. Yeah, I thought I gave it to you. Oh, okay. I don't remember if I have it still. Um, and it was very polite too. It's mm -hmm. that we're we're not currently sponsoring anything. No. And we're we're we have to wash our hair tonight. Sorry, maybe next time. Yeah. Like, well, there was no maybe next time, but you know, it was it was nice. Anthony says, uh, salutations from the, did I skip anybody? Okay. We got Finland salutations from the Philadelphia suburbs. Uh, could you guys add, here's my, Oh, we, we did that. Sorry. Uh, the actual team, Ryan, uh, mask for the sign. Oh yeah. We're coming Absolutely. up on like two hours or something like that. It's sign o'clock. Uh, love the new channel. Uh, more advice and slice of, oh, we did that already. Anthony says, keep up the good look. Here's the donations. Oh, I did that already. Catman Dan. There we go. Hello. Hey guys, checking in from blank C, Pennsylvania. I've been binging your videos again, since I slapped my tibia snowboarding at the end of January. Oh man. Sorry. Ski, uh, snow sports injuries, man. United States man. of hustle. It's been making my recovery bearable. Thank you. And thank you for the generous donation. I appreciate that. Thank you. For real. Do you uh, think guys will be having any RCR car meets in the future? Uh, we'll have to wait. I mean, the short answer is no. Um, yeah, not anytime. Uh, first of all, the venue we used to have, we're too big for that now. Second of all, it, um, even if... Uh, we open up back to 100% in Pennsylvania. Um, it may be bad optics to do that. And I was having just this conversation with somebody else uh, uh, earlier. And they were saying, hey, are you going to this such and such party? Uh, because they may have it this summer. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Um and I told him straight up, like, I'm going to wait for other like concerts and stuff to open up um, or other conventions to open up. And, you know, let's say there are car meets happening in the South, but I don't know who's showing up there. And what I guess is going to happen is... Well, you see, car people, you know, don't, they would rather go to a meet than actually get on some sort of um, ideological crusade. Mm -hmm. People want their car meets. And I can understand they're, they're outside. Um, there are very few things that I miss more than being able to just yeah. go and do like a which blank is best blank. Video, yeah. Because we haven't been able to do that in a calendar year yeah. um outside of that weird <laughs> fake 2020 new york auto show video yeah. I did, 
where I ended up just looking like Charlie and Pepe Silvia. Yeah. I think or Pepe Silva. Um, I'm going to wait for somebody else to have a car meet, see if they get canceled. Yeah. And then I'm going to wait someone for else to have a car meet and see if, and, uh, judge the uproar against that. Yeah. And then I'll think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's something where I'm going to let someone else be, you know, what's that line from Moneyball? The first person through the, uh, first person through the gate gets bloody or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. I mean, it's, you just want things to be the way they used to be and they can't be, no. but it's a test of willpower to see how far your patience will stretch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Cause Ozzy says, I went to a car meet in Southern California to take pictures for an assignment and it was about 50, 50 max ratio. Yeah. yeah it sounds right. <laughs> Surprised it was 50 50 for so far. If, it, if were, it was like Texas, there'd be like no one there. And well, if, uh, it were, if it were this county, it'd be like 75 25. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I go to the sheets around here and nobody is in it. Dude, I was at the Cabela's and I'm surprised that Cabela's has a mask mandate now. Good for them. Yeah. Because for I a while. Also, like no ammo. There's <laughs> <laughs> none. It is cleared out. It, oh, it, they cleared out the ammo out of uh, Cabela's so bad, they even took the shelving down damn yeah like there's there's like there's like they they took like entire shelves out and then but instead of like leaving blank space they kind of like spaced the other ones out to make it look like it never was there to begin with <laughs> i'm like there's something the layout of this this retail space is kind of different they're like, gaslighting you yeah it's yeah like, no there's there, nothing ever there ever never here. ever was something here and he was like even there's not a lot of arrows like i went in the archery section they got plenty of bows yeah. Plenty of bows, but only like the super high end arrows. I used to have a compound bow and I and, like tried shooting it. But the thing is, like compound bows, you need to have like a nice soft target. Otherwise, you're breaking arrows. Yeah. And I just like I, I bought like Walmart arrows. I don't know if Walmart sells arrows anymore. Maybe like select ones. But it was kind of cool. But the weird thing is, like archery, you honestly need more space than you need if you have pistols. Because, mm. like, you can set up like a pistol trap in your basement. Like, if you're using like 22 short, that's like not a big deal to shoot that indoors. I mean, even my grandpa had a bullet trap in the basement. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, what? It's a 22. Yes, it's going to be loud. Put your put some mirror protection in, but you can you can do that indoors." Um, uh, but you know a compound bow with like, I had a compound bow with a 65 pound pole and you, that thing will shoot the length of like a football field or something like that. So you need space to do that. And if you miss that arrow is going somewhere Yeah, and it arrows tend to point in the direction they were. <laughs> so if I like miss and it goes into like the neighbor's house and it's like, huh, where did that come from? There. <laughs> oh, uh, Kyle T says we missed his super chat. Kyle T. Okay. Um, did we miss it or did we not get to it yet? Because I don't even know what the, if we. Yeah. Oh wait, I just had it there. All right, Kyle T. Um, new car for twenty five thousand plus miles a year. Heavily committed to Dieselgate TDI Golf Sport wagons. Thoughts on rational financial decision? They 
they have additional MFG warranties, one 200K miles, found RCR three months ago. Thank you so much for work. Well, thank you so much for your kind and generous donation and for the question. Um, oh, uh, did we, I think we might have, uh, what was the last question <laughs> that we did? Uh, Catman Dan. So this guy, Kyle T, we didn't get to him yet. No, that's Kyle T there. You're right. We're at the one before him, uh, Sporadic Eel, who says, hey, y'all, I want to get an SN95 too. Tips, question mark? Uh, yes. Um, um, you, gotta you, you, want, you want a GT, honestly. Yeah. Because you, because you want you want the, the two-valve modular uh, V8. Well, you're you're going to get pretty much the same mileage as you're going to are with the V6. And, um, and less worry about um, like oil leaks and intake yeah. issues. Which um, I've had to deal with. Yeah, it's it's like the SX V6 is a, a kind of an old engine. There's nothing really wrong with it, but I'm going to quote what Bruce Henn said. He said, "Look, if an SX goes, there's no point in fixing it. It's just it's done. It's a minivan engine. Um, mm. You'll you'll spend money, and the car's not really worth that much. Now, SN95s now are where Fox bodies used to be." People like to cut them up and put LS engines in them. So they're worth money as a body. But now we're talking maybe $1,000, which honestly isn't that bad of depreciation because you bought it for sub five. Well, yeah. So yeah. Uh, but like the lead, I put like twice its value into keeping it on the road, right. but it's because of sentimental reasons. Yeah. And I love that car. I love how yeah. it handles. I love how it drives. I love how it accelerates. And so, you know, but the leaking oil thing and is one of the issues I called you what like two weeks ago about how like there's this clicking sound and i don't know you know i think it might be a lack of oil but i can't tell because it's really dark and dipstick and i didn't have thing on but it, long story short i ended up going to, to lowe's and getting five quarts of 5w20 yeah and uh, or, i was getting the qu quarts two at a time <laughs> so um literally the last quarter 5w20 that they had was yeah. the one that finally got me to an acceptable like line on the dipstick and um yeah that, that yeah the oil pan of that is like five quarts yeah I know. <laughs> you're like almost out of oil I'm just like how much longer it's cold <laughs> out here um, so yeah. i mean you can run an engine down on oil and as long as it doesn't get that hot it's not that huge of a deal i mean because i mean it's a minivan engine it's not high stress so you i doubt there's any damage at all um but if I would say sporadic eel, you want an SN95, just get the modular V6 or uh, get get the modular, modular V8. It's going to be the GT. The prices are going up. And the next thing to look at is how bad is the interior? Because the interiors on these like late 90s, early 2000s, I mean, it's late 90s, early 2000s, GM and Ford were just not great. So that's what you're really going to feel. Uh, the, the driving position, Nick likes the driving position. I kind of like, I don't, I'm kind of like very serious. I like to be upright and stiff and I like to be like this. And, and a Forester's like that. Mustangs are not, you lean, it's, yeah. it's yeah. But I, mean, but I mean, like, look at us now in the difference in posture because <laughs> I was never raised on good posture. Like my mom, she was very like um, goal oriented, which like in a Puerto Rican family, the main goal is like making sure your children are provided for, making sure, uh, you know, 
food is on the table, making sure they know their love, like that kind of stuff, which I'm not to say that yeah, like, yeah. your family doesn't do that. I just mean cold that, German family. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but either way, it's like, I, I didn't have someone like tapping me on the back and being like, sit up straight. I didn't have someone tapping me on the shoulder saying, this is how you hold a pencil. Mm. I didn't have someone tapping me on the shoulder saying, um, you know, stand aside out of this person's way when you're up against, walking in a certain direction mm. against the flow of traffic. Mm -hmm. You know, there are all these little things that I do that are not, I guess, kosher for a lot of people in, in the not, you know, that's it just it's not okay necessarily um like for instance like if i'm in a crowd well not in crowds these days but you know i would instead of just waiting i would kind of like dance through the crowd because i figured all movement is a function of dance anyway uh -huh. so if i could just like squiggle my line like through these people oh sorry excuse me let me do that you know i just I looked like an asshole and that was me in college and that mm. was me like in high school it, like i didn't mean to cause events to anybody it's just that like you know like covering your mouth when you yawn like i didn't think about oh, that. that took me a while i didn't figure that out until college until a uh, pretty girl yeah um you came up and just went mop to me as i would yawn as i stopped that yeah <laughs> like oh okay i'm supposed to oh and another one is like not doing this with your soup when you don't have enough that you can get it with a spoon anymore mm -hmm. like apparently that's rude and i found that out from like the the well i don't want to say the rich kids but the wealthier kids in high school were like do you have to do the guy the guy's name was mike he was like do you have to do that and, and i'm just like do what <laughs> it's like you know because it's very rude I'm like, okay, so how would you do it? That, well, I didn't say that because I was very shy, but I'm like, oh, okay. But it, as I'm walking away, like, you know how you come up with the perfect comeback? It's like, no, you show me how you would fucking eat soup right yeah. now when you got like this much. Do Because then if I didn't do that, you would be complaining that my spoon was scraping the side of the bowl and making too much noise while you're flirting with fucking Diane over nice. there. And I keep interrupting it because... I looked up to you and was following you around like a little brother, but then you had to tell me to stop because I was like cock blocking you, but they mm -hmm. didn't have the word cock blocking back then because it was 2002. <laughs> so, you, you know, it, it drives me nuts because like not everybody has the tools <laughs> to know how to exist in society. Yeah. So we learn as we go along, you know? Okay. Kyle T. Thank you for your donation. Thank you for waiting. New car for 25,000 what is that plus mi in year he wants a new car for 25,000 he's heavily committed to dieselgate sport wagons thoughts on rational financial decisions they have they have manufacturer's warranties one for 200,000 miles i found rcr 3 minutes ago. um i A TDI Golf Sport Wagon is a pretty good daily. But if we're talking financial decisions, in 2021, I don't understand spending more than $5,000 on a daily. Well, he's talking about 25,000 miles per year, he says. Oh, 25,000 miles per year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a, a diesel is going to be fine. I don't uh, see why not. Yeah. I mean, 
are they nerfed now? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking because he specifically said Dieselgate diesels, right? Or Dieselgate TDIs. Post-Dieselgate or pre-Dieselgate? Yeah, because post- Because if you can find pre that are out there that haven't been reflashed to be, got, to be dumb now, then they got some power. But everything after that that they nerfed is just dumb. There's no point. I'd rather you just get a Prius. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you drive a lot, the Prius isn't bad. No. I, I mean, mean, Jess McAndrew drives a Prius for her work and she goes through a set of tires every two years. So damn. yeah, she just drives back and forth to P Pittsburgh and back. She'll, damn. she'll do that run in a day. <laughs> so that's 10 hours of driving. So she just goes back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Man, I, um, I I run out of podcasts coming here. Imagine yeah. <laughs> like five hours both ways. She uh, just listens to a lot. She she's like that in audiobooks, like tons of audiobooks. Yeah, just doing that. Uh, Kyle uh, says Prius ain't fun and can't mod it easily after warranty. I mean, you can't. You'll avoid the warranty. Prius is not for modding. It's no, no, no. But that was a response to like, well, you know, if you're just looking for like a daily thing, then a Prius isn't that bad. You know oh, I mean? okay. It's like uh, Evan Paul says, always look forward to RCR notification. The 1994 caravan video is excellent. And so was the one about public toilets. Thank you. Thank you so much. Two channels of you guys are going to be even better than one. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. There was someone asking if we uh, are going to do like spinoff videos where we like review other things. Well, like on the second channel, one of the first videos that we posted would uh, um, be uh my uh well other than a recut of the mickey thompson rcr stories is uh me reviewing or applying the regular car reviews format to a shopping cart and then the next um regular blank review is going as voted on by the people in this channel on a poll that we posted uh is uh, the state of pennsylvania so we're going to apply like that to regular state reviews mm -hmm. um and so like the spin-off reviews of like things that aren't cars will always be regular blank review of like it'll be something that the rcr format tackles that isn't necessarily a car it could be a dog it could be a person it could be whatever mm -hmm. so yeah it's nice to be able to have that going on idea for a shot for that is to park at either Cabela's or someplace that overlooks the parking lot, yeah. put a GoPro in the window, just let it run. Yeah. And then that way you have the nice time lapse of the clouds that go over that uh, ridge the yeah. Appalachian trails on the top of. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, what do we got? Wealth, uh, Wealthplex. Thank you for your donation. Keep it, uh, keep it real jokes and video highlight. Keep it real jokes and video highlight of my Monday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Gizmo Lipstick uh, says, last super chat, all caps, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's Matto again uh, from Australia again. Uh, I appreciate uh, these extra things. We'll spend it wisely. Sino Clock and last, I think last, uh, Car and Mechanical with five pounds. Says, good evening from the, hey, from the people who are at the Coventry meet. Oh, Cuff Crew. Yeah. Cuff crew. Hope you both are keeping well. Yep, keeping well. Thank you so much for coming out to that. That was my first RCR meet ever because um, the very first RCR meet, I still had another job. And then the second RCR meet, I was sick or out of state. I forget which one, possibly both. So yeah, and so that was a great time. And there was also like a big swap meet happening 
at yeah, the, that was, at that the was park. Cool. And it was cool. Yeah, it was just a huge crowd gathering, um, which sounds sinister now, but was totally kosher back then. So I got a I got a text from uh, Tom Clark. Um, and uh, I asked him, he bought like an old Range Rover, I think, and then something else like a Clio. Yeah. And then he says, I just asked, how have you been passing the time? And he's like, oh, check out this guitar I made. <laughs> and he's like, it's blah, blah, blah with a blah, blah, blah and a blah, blah, blah. And I like type back to him. I was like, this is what it, this must be what it's like for car people, for like non-car people to hear car stuff. Yeah. And he's like, okay, pretty much what I did is I took something from the 60s and gave it power steering and air conditioning and modern suspension. Ah, nice. Cuz like, nice. okay. This is a name drop, but again, it's Tom Clark from the band The Enemy. And uh da, 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 da. Chronicles of Nigel out now. Yes. So but it's a solo album, I believe, from Tom Clark. Um but yeah. Tom says, this is the one that I asked and I was like, Tom said, uh, new record kept me busy for a while. I've been resto modding vintage, ven uh, vintage Fender guitars, built one for myself and a bunch of people saw it and asked me to do it for them. It's very tranquil and rewarding uh, thing to do. He says, this is the one that started it. It's a 1988 neck, but everything else has been replaced with better stuff. It's basically a singer sort of looks period, but does stuff that it shouldn't be able to do. I say, this is must, but this, this, this is what it must feel like for non-car people to hear car people talk. <laughs> and Tom says, ah, okay. It's an original vintage chassis, but with a new LS that's fuel injected and has modern power steering and traction control, but it's a guitar. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so, I mean, to me, oh, that's, gorgeous. that's just an guitar and it's teal. Well, I mean, I'm a musician. I'm a musician, and that's still like a guitar to me because, like, I know it's a Stratocaster. I don't know that's enough it. about <laughs> guitars. I know that I have one, and I know what a fretboard is, and mm -hmm. you know what a capo is, and all that other stuff. But the rest of it, it's like people are like, "What make a guitar you have?" I have a Fender. I don't know what type of like model it is. Yeah, and you know, it plugs in, but it's also not electric per se. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been, I watched a bunch of videos of people playing fretless basses mm. and, uh, I don't know anything about it. I'm like, first of all, how do you know where to put your hands? But then I thought about how that phrase, well, how do you know where to put your fingers if it doesn't have the lines on it? Which is the question of when car pe when non-car people ask, well, how do you know when to shift or there's no tachometer? It says, well, you listen to it. So I guess that's the answer. That's the answer. That's <laughs> the answer to how to play a fretless bass is you already know where the notes are and you just listen to it and put your fingers in the right place. So, uh, but I like the sound that a fretless bass makes. It goes, <laughs> it's, it's funky. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, so that's it. That's a podcast. Yeah. Uh, there was someone real quick who asked if the RSS feed on shot engine is dead. No, we just haven't been doing a podcast for like the past three months. The reason being that we wanted to get the second channel up and running first because that's where the new home of the podcast was going to be. But also you can't accept super chats until you've reached like 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. Like we couldn't monetize a channel yet. And I don't want to say like, you know, uh, money is the only reason we do the podcast, but money is the only reason we do the podcast. <laughs> um, and so as long as we're being He's right, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a nice way to like 
you know, because what we're doing with the super chat money is building the co- filling the coffers for when the the nineteen is over. Hopefully, God willing, and uh, Australia. Yeah, and of course, then like Americans have to be admitted to Australia. Yeah, but like our our travel budget from just a year plus of not being used at all will just be enough for us to just really go out and you know see people, you know, domestically, internationally, do all that cool stuff. I love the irony of like calling the podcast Angela and then ending it talking about Australia. Yeah. Which is like just delightful. Happy birthday, Angela. Hmm. And shout out to Gene. Ah, crap. I'll give him a shout out when, uh, when the Sarah parts come in for tomorrow. Uh, the nice dude from Melbourne who literally is hoarding Sarah parts and took apart like his parts in a very Australia way. Like he messaged me on Facebook and he says, which pretty much boiled down to, hey, mate, I have a Sarah in my backyard. <laughs> it's like, that's the most Australian thing I've heard in a while. Nice. Let me go pull some parts off of it. So, and that's what he did. And then they're coming in a box hopefully tomorrow. All right, guys. Uh, right. That's a podcast. Uh, this will likely be up on Shout Engine either tonight or tomorrow. I'm leaning towards tomorrow because... YouTube has to take a while to process this and I pull the file directly from YouTube. And also um, we're filming tomorrow. So I'm not going to be at home just like taking the file and doing all that stuff, but we'll uh, it will be up with uh, within the next like day or two. So just keep an eye out on the RSS feed on Spotify, iTunes, shout engine, stitcher podcast addict, wherever you get our stuff. And until next time, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for chatting. Thank you for just supporting RCR. You help us to exist as a much larger channel than we actually are through donations like this and through just joining us on the podcast. So thank you so much. And until next time, I am Nick. I'm Brian. And have a great uh, rest of your week, everyone. Bye.